Yo, and welcome to Mind Right Monday. This is a short podcast designed to draw out the winner inside all of us. Begin to equip yourself through seeing clarity for your purpose in life, removing distraction from your focus, and increasing your confidence in everything you do to live a fulfilled life. Let's go. We have all been designed with a purpose, engineered for success, and created to be more than a conqueror. We aren't here to just live, but rather come alive. We're here to impact and influence those around us to invade mediocrity and aggressively transform the way that we think, act, and respond. As we think, so we are. We are champions. We are victors. We are impact players in the point in the game of life. We'll never have this day back again, so we won't take it for granted. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome back to another episode of Get Your Mind Right Podcast. For those who don't already know, my name is Javier Babin, and I'll be the host of this weekly podcast. As we continue on this journey, my vision is that we grow together, trust is built, and I'm able to provide valuable content through this podcast and other social media platforms for you to use in whatever area of life it applies to. Last week, I had the opportunity to share with y'all a little bit about myself and the importance of not only having a trusted person, teacher, coach, and mentor in your life, but to find that person or persons, if you haven't already, who won't let you settle for average, who will stretch you to develop into having a champion mindset and to be the person who is an achiever and a doer. Today, I want to be able to dissect and dive deeper into depth about having a mentor in your life. Back in my early 20s, I was introduced to a guy named Steve through a mutual friend. I really didn't know much about him other than my friend told me he was kind of a big deal at some Fortune 500 company was able to pay off more than $60,000 in debt in a short amount of time, and my friend had some mad respect for him. I wasn't necessarily interested in the whole Fortune 500 company thing because I honestly probably couldn't even name 10 Fortune 500 companies or what the heck that even meant. Nor was I really interested in getting out of $60,000 in debt at the time, but what I wanted to know was why. Why does my friend respect Steve so much? There has to be something more than these little triggers of where he worked and getting out of debt. I'm the type of person that likes to know the why or what makes people do what they do. The psychological part about others intrigues me so much. So that's when I went on this journey to find out why. Why does my friend have so much respect for him, seeks him out weekly, and won't shut up about everything he's learned from this joker named Steve? Every week I knew Steve would be at a leadership meeting sharing on topics of self-development, growth, habits, consistency, and just grinding, doing whatever needed to be done to accomplish the goal or task at hand. Now, this was before the word grind became some cool buzzword that people just threw around so they could feel like they were doing more than others in hopes of making their ego feel good. So I adjusted my schedule at, to be at this meeting. I wasn't. It wasn't always convenient, but... It definitely was always worth my time. There was always something to take away. There was always a lesson to be learned. So I'd never felt like my time was wasted. Through this process of creating a weekly habit, I began to realize my personal growth and self-development started to change. I was more patient with people. I wasn't getting as ticked off by slow drivers or people who cut me off in traffic. And I started to complain a lot less about the weather, my job, sports teams, and really any excuse I could come up with just to complain. Because if we're being honest with each other, we live in a world where, I say this very sarcastically, we live in a world where complaining is cool. It reminded me of a time I was reading in a book and and read this quote, but it didn't make sense at the time as it did in these moments. 
The quote in the book was this, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Let me say that again. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. By pursuing Steve's mentorship and teaching, he helped me to begin sh- he began to help shape, sharpen and strengthen how I was thinking and responding to life. Now I can see why my friend had so much respect for Steve. Up until this point, Steve was across town, so it was pretty easy to make this journey happen each week. Then something happened. I ended up having a job transfer over an hour away, so I had a decision to make. Do I continue on this journey of seeking out mentorship, continue to be sharpened and strengthened personally, emotionally, and socially, or was it a fun ride and I'm very, very grateful and blessed for everything I've learned up to this point from Steve? I mean, it's a commitment. Gas money, tolls, extra miles on my car, two plus hours driving, and I wouldn't have a problem filling up my social calendar or my calendar at all of other things to do with that time. You see, y'all, there will be times in life when you're pursuing a goal, a person, a career, or a dream, and you have a decision to make. Is what I want worth the time, energy, and effort? Is it really worth the pursuit? Now, this isn't a situation where making a decision is easy. I'm talking about where you you have the situation in front of you that isn't going anywhere until a definitive decision is made. It's weighing out how bad do I want it? What am I willing to give up to get it? How much time can I commit to it extra a week? Is it attainable in the time frame I can commit to? Now, this is where I'm at with Steve and pursuing him. I knew in life I couldn't remain the same person I was if I wanted to ever accomplish the visions I've had inside of me. I needed to surround myself with visionaries, community influencers, and those who stretch my thinking, and around those who were crazy enough to think that they could change the world. Steve had what I wanted. I didn't have what he wanted. So I strapped in, and I went all in. I encourage you also to go all in on your pursuit. Check who is in your circle and see if they have a vision for more in the future. If they stretch your thinking and don't just let you settle for average or helping influence those around you in a positive manner. Without the right association, no matter what, without the right association, if it doesn't matter who your mentor is, what kind of coach you have, or who your trusted person is in your life, if you have the wrong association that's tying you down. They're going to discourage you and they're going to steal your dream and vision from you. If your association has given up on their dreams, isn't pursuing more out of life in the areas of health and wellness, building better relationships with their kids, friends, and family, working on their finances, spiritual growth, or trying to grow really in any area, then they'll try to stop you and convince you to give up on yours. Why? Because you make them feel inferior for giving up on theirs. So they don't want they don't want to have to justify why they gave up. Instead, they want to stay comfortable and insane in the land of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting different results. Thankfully, for Steve, he taught me this life lesson which is one of the best lessons I've ever learned. Now, th- now through this lesson, you have to be careful because it can work for you or against you. It can put you on top of mountains of success in peaks of victory, or it can land you in the isolation of deserts and the loneliness of valleys. 
This life, this life lesson will take just as much effort to do or not to do. It will take just as much thought as it will execution. Now, I'm not sure if y'all are ready to hear this life lesson, but I'm telling you, it can literally change your life or ruin it. But here it is. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Let me say it a different way. As a woman thinks in her heart, so she is. Everything you want in life is going to start with your belief that it is or isn't possible. It's in the way that we think. The way that we think determines how we respond. How we respond determines how we act. How we act determines whether we turn that belief into reality or if it remains wishful thinking. You decide. I decided my vision for my future was worth it. And I believe it's worth it for you. I decided pursuing a relationship of mentorship with Steve would be worth it. I believe pursuing a relationship with a mentor or trusted person for you is worth it. I decided taking his advice when it didn't make sense to my small-minded self that it was worth it. I believe when you guys find a, a person, a trusted coach, a mentor, and they give you advice and you take it, even though if it doesn't make sense at the time, I believe it will be worth it in your life. I decided that when life knocked me down, I shall rise even stronger. I decided that I would do whatever it takes to protect my thinking and keep growing in my relationship with my trusted teacher, coach, and mentor. Now I want to share one last story with you before our time is through today because it's valuable for you to grasp hold of this principle. As a man or woman thinks in his or her heart, so she or he is. So at this point, I've already decided I'm going to start to see who this Steve guy really is all about. I'm crazy enough to think I can change the world. I decided to go all in after a pursuit of mentorship and chasing a dream and learned a life lesson that can work for me or against me. It was up to me. At this time, there was so much driving that I felt like a professional taxi driver. There was some days where I would go meet up with Steve, drive home late that night, and then the next day do it all over again after I got off work. I finally and thankfully changed my days off, and now I could start maximizing my time. Not only that, but instead of driving home to sleep, I would just pack an extra set of clothes and sleep in my car outside a hotel parking lot or some 24-hour gym. Once I did this, then I thought, man, I could really use a shower Instead of just putting on more deodorant or Axe Spray or whatever Kelowna had at the time. So, I ended up joining Export Fitness in Naperville off of 59. Because sometimes we ended up going there to play pickup basketball. And they had a swimming pool. They had a jacuzzi. All that good stuff. And, and afterwards, sometimes Steve would spend a few extra minutes of teaching a lesson about something that would help grow myself. Advance my belief in a dream. Or sew into me so I could do the same for others. Now, Steve is very smart. He never just meets just to necessarily meet. There's always a lesson that he can teach. So when we would meet, usually it was pick up basketball or, you know, it might be jumping in the hot tub after the basketball game. But he always found a little bit of time to share that message. So it was always very well thought out. He didn't want to just waste time meeting, having, uh, you know, fun with friends. Yes, he loved that and enjoyed that. But what was really cool and a life lesson that I've taken away is he always had a purpose 
for getting together. He always had a purpose to be able to help those around him and to start to think differently and act differently. There was always a message every time we got together. So on some of these nights, it's not just like I would get home at 9 or 10 and get a good night's rest. No, a lot of the nights, we would be out till 1, 2, three in the morning talking about changing the world or having conversations about current troubles and really nothing was off limits. So sometimes it was straight from hanging out at the gym, an IHOP or a Mexican restaurant, wherever we were at that night, directly into work on straight caffeine in a dream. I felt more energized on these next days, these next mornings after hanging out the night before than if I got eight hours of sleep. Why? Because it wasn't Steve's fault For me being tired, it was my dumb job getting in the way of my dream, of my passion. But my dream is what energized me. It's what makes me come alive. You see, y'all, don't ask yourself what, what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Unfortunately, Illinois isn't known for its warmest winters. So yes... Even in the winter, I would sleep in my car. It didn't matter if it was negative 20 or 120. I had a dream and I was in pursuit of it. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mentally, negative 20 will toughen up anybody. I would pack a sleeping bag, multiple blankets, and wear layers of some of the warmest stuff I had. I would then completely cover myself in a homemade burrito made of blankets, and the warmth from my breathing would heat up the inside of the blankets as I slept. There were times where I was literally so cold, I could just, I just want to start my car for 15 minutes. That's all I need. I just need 15 minutes for just a little bit of warmth so I could fall back asleep, hopefully waking up a little bit more energized. So that's all I need was 15 minutes. And my car sometimes would just, would just barely turn on. You know, when you have, sometimes you got to give your car a little bit of encouragement, like it's the little train that thinks it could. You're like, come on, I know you can, I know you can. Come on, come on, you dumb car. Start, bam, starts. Now, sometimes it took longer to warm up than I even kept the car on. I know some of you are thinking, man, if this Steve guy is so important, why don't you just ask him to stay at his house? Like, why don't you go rent a hotel room? You're in the parking lot already. Well, that's a great question. That's some great thinking because that's exactly what I thought too. But what I understood was purchasing a room for the night was a bad investment for myself because I would use all my extra money I had on self-development books and audios, attending leadership conferences all over the country on a quarterly basis. I would spend it on gas and tolls and then tips when we went out. Often we would stay for multiple hours at a late night place to eat So we weren't just paying for food at that point. We were paying for time at the table. I didn't ask Steve because I wasn't going to inconvenience him and his wife and get in the way of their habits. And it just wasn't his responsibility to worry about when I would come or go. You see, y'all, there will be times in your life when you're pursuing a goal, when you're pursuing a person, a career, or a dream, and you have a decision to make. Is what I want worth the time, energy, effort is it really worth the pursuit only you can answer this question i can't do it for you now this is a situation where making the decision isn't easy i'm talking about where you have the situation in front of you and is it and it isn't going anywhere until you have a definitive decision that is made it might be changing your eating habits before you end up dying 
It might be giving up on substances before it takes your life and ruins the last bit of relationships you have. It might be humbling yourself to mend a relationship you feel offended about. It might be having the courage to be the first one to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, or I forgive you. It might be taking the first step in creating a website for your side hustle that could potentially be your main hustle. It might be committing to less work dinners and more play dates and dinners with your family. I don't know what that decision is for you, but it's weighing out how bad do I want it? What am I willing to give up to get it? How much time can I commit to an extra week? Is it attainable in a time frame I can commit to? I knew in life I couldn't remain the same person I was if I ever wanted to accomplish the visions I had inside of me. I needed to surround myself around visionaries, around others who held me accountable, around those who stretched my thinking, and around those who were crazy enough to think they could change the world. The world can be personal to you in everyday life. It doesn't have to be across seas. It doesn't have to be in foreign countries. It can be your community, but it also can be globally. Steve had what I wanted. I didn't have what he wanted. So I strapped in and drove thousands of miles weekly. I literally was getting oil changes every three to four weeks. I slept in my car for weeks and months at a time, even during bone chilling winter. I made up my mind to keep getting strengthened and sharpened because as iron sharpens iron, so another man sharpens another. I went all in. Are you ready to go all in for your family? Are you ready to go all in for your vision? Are you ready to go all in for your relationships? Are you ready to go all in for your faith? Are you ready to go all in for your career? Are you ready to go all in for your new business? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a woman thinketh in her heart, so is she. Thanks for your time today, y'all. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe if you aren't already. Also, if you enjoyed it, I encourage you to share with your friends. Thanks, and always choose to live victorious.